Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet, Zalara of Sin Ilnor, Blessed of Shamhara, World Protecting, Elven Druid Monk, Garen Kelso, Dimension Hopping Vagabond, High Elf Bladesinger, APU Warforged Fighter, Siobhan, the Half Mud Huntress, and the Crucian Crew. Usk, Lizard Man, Druid. Rosihana Iron Cold Lee Green Roblex Bluebeard, aka Rosie, Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn, the ever changing performer. Drathan, inspiring leader, Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients, can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? All right, so we started off with the. Uh... Chaos Quartet, where we approach the dead god by ship. We have a kind of battle of will against ourselves in order to maintain our own realities as we land on the dead god, um, which actually didn't go that great because uh, I think a couple of people got exhausted from it. Um, then we, as we are approaching the head to enter the dead god, the snake lady angel tells us that we have to sacrifice something as we, as we enter the dead god. Um, so we lose some of our uh, memories, or that more specifically APU loses some memory, and the rest of us lose our ability to communicate. As we enter the dead god, Cavalian's uh, voice offers us a safe passage back to our own world and the ability to communicate again. And in exchange for giving up Anna, the, the gray slot, which we readily do because we are not a good party, and... So then we meet with Cavalian. He takes the soul stone of Anna, turning her gray slodness into a zombie. Um, and then we talk with Cavalian, who's a kid, uh, who says he's going to return, restore order to everything in the chaos realm and possibly everything else uh, by um, by fixing the heart of Hathor. We talk to him about Abernathy, his other half that was split from him, which he doesn't really remember, though it does seem familiar. And then we bring up Tatamon, which makes Cavalian angry. Again, he's not really sure why he's angry. And that's where we'll pick up. Cavalian looks at you with fire in his eyes and he says, Who is this Tatamon? Tell me about him. So, Shamhara, the god, the center of everything, um was with a woman by the name of Tana Hana. Does that name sound familiar? And you see there's like a little spark in his eye. He's like, it just very slightly nods his head. She was afraid of this being, this walker between worlds. And Shamhara protected her, but could only do so for so long. And eventually, Tana Hana was introduced, or the... This creature, this Tat Amon, came into her life and presented her with a ring of fire. And the fire changed her. It took her from this beautiful, beautiful creature and changed her into something terrible. And she fought Shamhara and she created ways between worlds and attempted, it seems, to take over everything. She's been contained, but she's still trying to get out and ruin universe, multiverse, planes of existence, as far as we know. And Tadaman is coming. Tadaman has come. These sounds like these sound like agents of chaos to me. We need you to meet Abernathy. 
to come together once again so that we can control Tataman and keep him away. And so that you'll remember. Give me a persuasion roll and give me, um, and do it at advantage. Uh, so Zalar, give me a persuasion roll and Siobhan was helping there, so do it at advantage. Does this count for the exhaustion too? It is uh, a skill, or it's an ability yeah, check, correct? it's an ability check, yeah. So it would be at disadvantage because of that. So regular check. So you check. just roll it. It's a regular check? Not too shabby. 16. So Kavalian nods his head and says, what you're saying has some sense to it. It seems as if you would give me the piece of Hathor's heart as well. Once I am combined with this other side of me, this is correct in some way then not only will you have one of the most powerful wizards in all of existence, you'll have the most powerful wizard in all of existence controlling the body of a god. And we can easily destroy Tadoman. In our heads, say, this this sounds like we're creating a different problem. If it kills Anatana and Tadoman, I will do anything. Well? They will take everything from you. Sure. I guess it's Zilara's to give. What are APU's thoughts on all this? He's got a lot of new information. Uh, he's processing it, but the possibility of making a new issue is just, that sounds like a problem for future APU, not current APU, <laughs> a different problem. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm going to say it out loud. Um, you're going to give him the bracer, Zilara. Are we standing on the heart, or is there like a platform that's not heart that we're on? Yeah, you know, you're on a like a ground built in front of the heart. The only thing that's really attached to the heart is the throne that Cavalian's sitting on. Zalara, you're giving him the bracer. You could can ask. I? I'm going to walk forward toward the heart and just try to put my hand with the bracer on that wrist on the on the heart itself, if I can. As she's walking forward, I will say. What would Shamhara do? And I'm just going to be like this the whole way, like hands up. Like, I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to see if I can feel something from this heart. All right. So you touch the the heart and there is like a, a warm vibrating sensation that goes through your arm and your body. And you can see the heart light up as well as the heart of Hathor on your bracer. Also, you feel within your bag the heart of Shamhara My starting to vibrate. Or in your pocket to starting me. to. Yeah. Right. Starting to vibrate as well. Um. I close my eyes and try to listen for Shamhara, if I can. Like, I'm not a tree right now, but maybe. Right. So you close your eyes and you listen for Shamhara. Everyone else, what you see is, as she's touching that, you see the glowing, everything else I I described. And then you also see um, Zlara's mouth open a little bit and some vines start to come out and wrap around her body and you see two branches come out of her eyes and blossom like she's a tree growing out of the center of her and you find yourself in a dark space Zalara and the only light is the heart of Shamhara and she forms around you and the entity you saw in your your vision not that long ago and she says Zalara my child what can I do for you um Kavalian is the walker between worlds. He was the one Tatana was running, or Tanahana was running from. Do I give him the heart? Do I let him run a god? 
it is vital that I go back to my body, my true body in the world. All life there will die within a couple of generations if I am not there to feed it. However, you know, or else you would not be asking me the answer to your question, don't you? I have no choice. If I am on in my body again, I can always regrow and build life until time is done. But those who are living will suffer, and there will be death. So we restore you as much as we can and deal with this later, I guess. If you choose, just know, I am telling you, there will be much destruction. If I don't, the world will die. And if you are at the center of everything, everything else will fade as well, correct? The, con the connections between all will. Only the connections. Yes. When this walker, Kavalian, opened the gates, he found I am the center. So if you no longer exist, he can't harass other planes. And neither can Anatana or Tatamon. And you, fee you see and you feel in the eyes of Shamhara fear at what you just said. <sighs> what is the greatest good and how can I serve it best? <sighs> I can't kill everything I know, but I can't. Do you know what would happen if he had full godhood? He will destroy Tataman. Is the universe itself? Yes. Billions will die. <sighs> but Shamhara will remain. I will remain. Billions of innocent people. Billions. What would Margraine do? <sighs> if I save Shamhara, if I save the portals, if I save everything that leaves it all open to destruction in the future, I guess that's my answer. It's not an answer. So... While she is in communication with Shamhara, what are the rest of you doing? Um, Siobhan is just staring at her, like, intently. What are the, uh, like, what is Kivalian's reaction? Um, confused amusement to seeing the, the her being encompassed like a tree. Does she do this a lot? Not since I've known her. happen. At least one time, possibly two. It's okay, Kavalian. She will give you the bracer. Oh, I know she will. So is, is Lara pulling out of her trance? She's going to reach out to Shamhara. Uh, like, like, she's encompassing me, or she's like a, a, a person in front of me? A person in front of you. Okay. So I'm going to, to reach out and embrace Shamhara. I will protect you. Thank you, my daughter. You can feel her heart warm against your chest. And you find yourself standing, once again, in Kivalia's throne room, your hand on the heart of Hathor. I look at Kivalian. First, I need you and Abernathy together, so that we can have this conversation with a whole person. And then you'll give me the heart? Are you lying yeah. or not? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> What I okay, so in Zalara's head, um, what she really wants to see is if the two of them coming together gives them more sanity. Because right now it seems like the two of them apart are both a little bit off their rockers. Um, and the idea of him coming together to want to take over a god is super scary. Um, but if together they are more sane and have 
potentially the good of the multiverse in their heart that giving him the heart at that point would be okay but she also doesn't want to give him the heart if it seems like they're just going to be completely useless but she also recognizes that probably bringing him together into one wizard is going to mean that she's going to give him the heart regardless because she's not going to have a choice uh so does she visibly look like she's conflicted about this oh yeah probably i don't think she hides her feelings well yeah i hunter's <laughs> mark and shoots a lot okay on the instance i see um Sh- siobhan draw her bow i will jump on garen so the second i saw you get your bow ready i would be jumping on garen okay so we're gonna go ahead and um you guys get a surprise <laughs> attack round the two of you and then give me initiative party battle cool <laughs> um sorry kim didn't see that um, happening yeah deflecting missiles for what it's worth yeah okay um so i'm going to start by sharpshooting at zalara so minus five to the shot directly at her 28 to hit for 33 piercing damage uh my my monk ability to deflect missiles it's it's 13 so okay no 16 i'm sorry 16 okay so so 17 damage for that first shot siobhan what are you doing okay take the second shot 28 minus 5 so hits you 32 for the second shot gonna sharpshooter on the third shot um 19 19 hits you i think my armor class was 18 27 so for the first three shots you reduce the first one and then this last one's 27 yeah you dropped me completely i only have 75 hit points uh seeing that she dropped i'm gonna action surge and i'm gonna shoot garen three times also uh 22 uh but that would have been at sharpshooter so minus five 17 i shield you shield okay i'll shoot you again uh 18 that your shield uh, is still miss. up right yeah okay miss. and then i missed the third one too so i shoot at you three times and your shield protects you and then apu is grappling karen okay so apu go ahead and give me your grapple check your strength versus uh garen's either acrobatics or athletics eat that 27 okay now give me a, an initiative roll siobhan uh 20 okay Oh, I'm slower than Garen. Yeah, so you don't get a uh, advantage you on your next turn. Because with Assassinate, you still do. So, on your first turn of actual combat as well. Oh. But you don't, since you're slowest. Um, okay, now <laughs> it's, it's your turn, Garen. <laughs> All right. Um, I hypnotic pattern everyone, and I will use my ability I've never used to make it succeed. <gasps> so, you create a twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a 30-foot cube within range. The pattern appears for a moment vanishes. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. While charmed by this spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. The spell ends for an affected creature if it takes any damage or if someone else uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. And what's the range on this again? 30. Wow, 30 foot cube. 30 foot cube. Huge. Okay. Okay. Garen coming in clutch. And what's what's the ability that makes it succeed? You gave it to me. That's part of my. It's not a written ability. It's just yeah. That was one of his me. ones. He can make something succeed once. It's like once a day or something. It's you can just actually twice a day. But. Twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because you even messaged me after like this might be a little op, Alex. And I was like, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So using yeah. it on I'll a party member. So everybody freezes. Um, Including Cavalian and his slot. Yeah, 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 they all do too. Things. Yeah, I mean, if you make it so it's. 
successful. That's so it automatically yeah, succeeds. Yeah. It automatically <sighs> succeeds. All right, I rush over. I immediately. I have so I guess we still, me. still do turns, right? Because this is gonna. Okay, so yeah. I don't know. It's. I mean, you could basically have ten I turns here. Heal her with a healing potion. I, I don't have spells, but um. So she's up. By how many? Oh, um. Two d four plus two. Assuming it's so, a normal one. Uh, five. <laughs> Zalara probably also needs an initiative, right? She does now, yeah. <laughs> now that I'm not alive. I guess she was just down, though, so yeah. Uh, no, I knocked her unconscious. I didn't straight up kill her. Oh, I could have on. shot you three more times and dropped you. I specifically did not do that. <laughs> You're a saint. <laughs> I'm going, uh, immediately upon waking, I am going to walk over to Siobhan and bind her. Don't, and as you're going over, I know how mad you are. Do not do anything. Excuse me? We have a minute to figure this out. Just wait. I go over to Cavalian and I look for his chrono Loki. His Loki. He actually his has key. a key. He has not a full key. key. Loki. He's got it around his neck. I take it. Okay. <laughs> Everything else. Uh, like, what, what does he have? I'm, if he has a staff, if he has, I don't know, whatever. I closed up his character sheet because I didn't think we were going to use it. But we are. <laughs> Because he has one ring you're probably going to want to want. I would imagine you're just taking anything that looks of value slash magic. So mm -hmm. power. all rings, yeah. all necklaces, bracelets, wands, staffs, whatever. So he's got a ring of prismatic spray, which once per day, the wearer can cast prismatic spray on up to six creatures. It does need to be um, attuned. Other than that, he doesn't really have much on him that's, that's mystical. That's... That's the only thing. Um, he does have a other gold chain on him that's worth uh, 250 gold. We'll need that if we live. Um, is <laughs> the key, the key is, is it just called a key? Yeah, it's just a key. I gotta specify something. Magic key. Portal key? Or? Portal key, that works. Um, if I remember right in the past, I don't know if this is gonna work. When someone's hypnotic pattern, do we just coup de grom? Yeah. I slit Siobhan's throat. <gasps> Oh. I was only going to tie her up. <laughs> <laughs> she oh. is no longer a threat. Oh my god, dude. All right. It could go, Garrett. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, well, if you're going to take care of her, we've got to take care of him, too. Um, Is there any kind of door, something on his body that I can find real quick to open? <laughs> I don't know. Um. You could, you could, you could just wrap me in tons of rope and try and restrain me. I, I would just have to physically try and get out. Cast entangle on the area so that he's restrained. Um, should we kill Cavalian? We need Cavalian. With Cavalian, we could come back at any time with this key. Yes, is that how this works? Um, yeah, I guess that's all we need. Well, no, but we need Cavalian and uh. We, we have, have to save Shamhara. Okay, so Let's get in back. order to save Shamhara, we need Kavalian and we need Abernathy to come together to be the strongest wizard to be able to defeat um, Anatana and and um, the universe. Okay, yeah. I grab Zlar's hand because I don't know how this thing works exactly. And I think of the key, or I use the key, and I think going back to Kalendor. Where specifically in Kalendor? Um, within uh, Dohava's. Okay, and you, the two of you, a gate opens up in front of you, and you step through. Cavalian's gonna be pissed. Um, meanwhile... We take Cavalian and APU back through the portal with us. Oh, you do? Garen, let's take Cavalian with us. Uh, I do not know what will happen if we bring him into the world. Neither do I! 
but we can always come back. That's why we have the key. I, 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 I think he's going to be really mad if we leave him without his stuff that you just he took from him. can't go anywhere. <laughs> I, I tie him up. Okay. And bind his hands, bind his mouth, bind everything that he could cast a spell with. And then we grab them and go through the portal. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> We're flying by the seat of our pants today. Don't it's worry. It's D&D, man. <laughs> we, we... All right. Character choices. We've made a shit ton of them today. <sighs> Meanwhile, in the Kirshen Empire... Usk has just asked if there were, asked me, well, I guess Ryan's asked me for Usk if there's any plants around. And there are. Um, there's ivy that's growing up the outside of the castle. Um, and it, what exactly are you looking for with that, Ryan? Something like a tree of medium size or more. Okay, yeah, there's definitely a, few. a form of plant of medium size or more. Yeah, there, there's definitely some trees um, throughout the courtyard itself. Preferably within like 10 feet of Usk, if possible. Yep, there's one there. Um, then I'll cast Transport via Plants and run through the portal to a plant, a tree back where we um, we save those two kids from the Iron Monks beforehand. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so the other two see a portal appear that we run through it. They could choose oh, there's a full portal that appears. Oh, we okay. can. It is there for one round. Okay. I will take I thought, off towards it. Yeah. I thought you just ran into a tree and disappeared yeah. and everybody would be like, what? Oh, I did too. No, I, I, so the spell creates a magical link between a, lar a large or inanimate plant tree within range and another one at any distance on the same plane of existence. Uh, you must see, uh, be able to see the des uh, see the plant. For, uh, must have seen the destination tree at least once before, and for the duration of any creature can step into the target portal and exit the destination within five feet by using five feet of movement. Okay, so you see that Usk runs through the tree and disappears. Um, what do the rest of you do? Uh, running through the tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I grab Rosie because she's going to murder some deformed children. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have we entered the darkest timeline? Not, not murder, <laughs> sacrifice. There's a big difference. Listen, there's a reason for the murder. That makes it sacrifice, and it's okay sometimes. So you, you all appear on that road. What does your NPC do, Alex? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Mark's rum. What's he doing? What? Mr. Rum is with uh, he, us. He ran out, too, of course. I don't, okay. do I even need to say it? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's I, Obviously, he wasn't forgotten about. <laughs> Morax is just always never there. NPCs. What are you talking uh, about? And you know, with that, we'll call the episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Beholder's Eye, Season Two, Episode Twenty Seven. It's not murder, it's sacrifice. Well, how unexpected was that, huh? How freaking crazy was that? Uh, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us out greatly. If you'd like to support the show and have the means to do so, please sign up on patreon.com forward slash Beholders iPod. Make sure to check out our website, BeholdersiCast.com, and follow us on Twitter at Beholders iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU, Usk, and Dulod at DuffDuff Third. Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at Mets Girl, and Sam, who used to play Siobhan until now, but he can't anymore because she's super dead, but currently plays Len at Samslot007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd.
Music from filmmusic.io. Wizardorium, Drone and D, Sunset at Glengorm, Long Note 3, Heartbreaking, Unrelenting, Past the Edge, The Chamber, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McCloud, Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0, licenses, creativecommons.org, slash licenses, slash by, slash 4.0. Sound effects by zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. <laughs> <laughs>